Good day, good day, good day. This is Coffee Conversations with Father David. And I'm Deacon Bob. Happy fall to you. I can't believe it's already uh, already in November, right? Here we are, November 5th. 5th, 5th yeah. Already. And the leaves are turning, and it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. I know. I was driving around uh, Holden uh, the other day. Uh, I was coming back from uh, coming back from a lunch meeting, and I was like, you know what? Sometimes you just need to not go straight back to the office and just take a couple minutes, you know, yeah. and take it all in. And the sun was out, too. It was, like, shining on everything. We drove through there yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, my dad hasn't been around the area for a while. They just moved back. So I thought, well, let's go out and look at the leaves. And it was gorgeous. It was yeah. just beautiful. Yeah. Holden Arboretum is great because you can have the, um, uh, the emergent tower. Mm-hmm. And uh, you can go above the go above the trees. I last time I was there, I ran up it. And, oh jeez! Uh, I couldn't walk too well for two days. <laughs> so I think we talked about it one time. Like how high did. is it? Like a hundred uh, yeah, something. something. Almost two hundred feet, I think. Yeah, it's pretty 100, big. One hundred fifty feet or something. Maybe one hundred fifty. Yeah. Yeah, but. Wow. But it's good. Doing any fun fall things? Do carve any pumpkins? No, you know we didn't carve pumpkins, but we went trick or treating. Oh yeah! So that was fun. Cool. What's your What's your favorite? Candy bar, uh, Snickers, 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 Twix. Yeah, I was talking about. We were talking about this with Father Eric last week. He likes uh, he likes the candy candy. He doesn't like like chocolate candy. So he likes Swedish Fish. Oh, I think was his uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> was his go- his go to. You don't not you don't swim with the fish. No, I mean I'll eat them, but yeah. I would much rather eat Snickers. But then when you see how many calories are in a Snickers bar and how far you have to walk. To get those calories off. Right. Well, I've been true. trying to cut down on the <laughs> Snickers bars. Different seasons of life changes your perspective. But I think if you eat six of the little ones, it really doesn't count as much. So. Right. Yeah. Fun. They're fun size. Uh huh. You know. Um, I like the uh, the sweet salt combos. So, butter oh, like, butter fingers and, uh, uh, and all. Oh, and Father Eric told me to get a take five, and I have not done that yet. So. I don't think I have one of those. But. So the, the joke at my house is grandma hides the chocolate so I don't find it. And so mm-hmm. I tell the kids I sneak it in the middle of the night. Yeah. So, and I've really been really good lately, but that's what they think is that I'm sneaking for chocolate at night. Nice. So. Speaking of food, um, we're finally going to get together tonight to uh, to do some, some campfire cooking. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're gonna get out the, the the Dutch oven. What do you think? What do you think we should make? Yeah, tonight? you know, I was thinking about that this morning. I. I don't know. I want to do a... Well, we don't have a lot of time uh, today. I have a continuing thing in the afternoon over at John Vianney's, but I might have some time after uh, to go to the store to grab. I want to do like an apple pie thing. All right. I think. I'll get some charcoal and... Like a dump cake kind of thing? Yeah. Or? Yeah. Well, we can use parchment paper and then and just, just dump it all in. And all right. That sounds good. It'll, it'll be easy. Save on the cleanup. Right. Yeah. All right. It'll be easy. I'll get some brats. Yeah. <laughs> That's perfect. We'll do brats and... Uh, Apple dump cake. It's so perfect. So, so yeah, it'll be a good fall, fall fun thing to do. Mm-hmm. Get the, get the campfire out and, and everything. One of the other fun things we did this week was uh, so Father Eric and we're going. I were going into classrooms at the uh, at the school, and we were soliciting questions uh, for the podcast. So, so you, you like doing Q and A sessions over in the school? I you know I haven't been over at the school lately. We've done some with the parents for sacramental prep. Mm-hmm. And my favorite question is, if you could ask God one question, what would you ask? Yeah. And there's some really profound answers. Mm-hmm. So. Any funny ones you remember? Um, not so much funny. One was, how will I know that my kids and I will be safe? Mm. 
which then led to baptism and living a life in the church. Oh, sure. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. What do we mean by safe? And Yeah. Yeah. And with God, you know. Mm. So any interesting questions, answers you got? Um, yeah, we had questions about uh, Adam and Eve and confession and um, uh, what is the relationship between uh, God and Jesus and so yeah, some interesting thing, interesting things. Once a, once you get the ball rolling, <laughs> you start answering some questions. Uh, it just kind of it's like Pandora's box. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> yeah. you don't know what you're gonna get. And, and like uh, in 30 seconds, I uh, want this answer. Yeah, like, uh, it could take longer. That's fun though. It's great. It's probably one of the favorite favorite things to do when when we go in the school as just uh, Q and A sessions. But uh, but it's fun because we recorded a few, uh, and we want to be able to have sound bites of some of the kids' questions. And then in the future, we'll, uh, Tika Bob and I, Father Eric and I, will uh, seek to answer some of those questions. Mm-hmm. So, so it'll be fun for any parents, uh, parents of the school. You'll be able to hear uh, some of your kids here uh, on the podcast pretty soon. And um, it'll be a good time. So. And hear what their questions are. Right, right. <laughs> uh, and who knows? I mean, maybe, uh, maybe some of their questions might be some of your questions, too. So, mm-hmm. um, so we, can, we can really kind of go as wide and deep uh, as, we, as we can and try and help people you know, understand our faith uh, a little more and come to a deeper understanding. So, so uh, my five-year-old grandson asked his teachers at school over at St. Gabe's, yeah. um, what did Satan do that God got mad at him? Mm, yeah. <laughs> they said, go ask Papa. <laughs> <laughs> what did he do? Was that bad? Yeah. I was Yeesh. like, wow. <laughs> so maybe that'll be one we ask answer to on our yeah. podcast. Yeah. Who knows? So, but yeah, that's having the school is such a blessing. Um, it just brings such life uh, mm-hmm. to the parish, and uh, so glad to whenever I can see the kids, whether it's that or playing tag out in the uh, on the playground or uh, or having mass on on Monday. We had uh, celebrated the feast of All Saints, so uh, All Saints and then All Saints Day on Monday, and then All Souls Day on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. So I had mass with kids in the morning. You ever dress up as a saint for all, for All Saints <laughs> Day? I know that's the the that's all the all the rage nowadays. Did they did did they do that at school? Did they? They didn't. The They're going to do it for all uh, all schools week. Okay, all, good. Um, Catholic, all Catholic schools week. Yeah. <laughs> Catholic <laughs> schools week in um, was it January or November or February something. They didn't have that when I was a kid, but as an adult, uh, Padua would have dress up days for yeah. the high school kids, and I was Saint Francis or gotcha. a pirate, depending on what year it was. <laughs> I don't know if there's any Saint saints Francis that are pirates. Or a pirate. <laughs> there's only two options, really. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's Sorry. great. I never, I never, I never did. I don't, I don't think. No. Not that in my memory. So, but it's good. Yeah, All Saints Day. It's it's fun. We can remember all the all the men and women who have gone before us, uh, lived lives of uh, of heroic faith, and um, lived adventurously, uh, but but gave their lives to God and. All Saints Day is just a reminder to a reminder to us too that you know the church doesn't just exist here on earth, but uh, it exists in in heaven. You know, uh, they call it the the church triumphant, um, and uh, it's just kind of crazy. You know, like we think of Saint Gabriel's as the church, you know, the mm-hmm. physical building, the people, uh, and that's the church. But the church exists even even further, and we remember their remember their lives. And I, I played a, a song at the beginning of the homily. So, you ever heard the happy song? I have. Yeah. 
Um, if it wasn't for copyright infringement, we'd do it now. <laughs> I know. I would love to play it. Um, but, then we'd uh, have to pay royalties. Yeah. And that's I could probably sing it, though, right? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. 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 Everyone knows the happy song. Because um, I'm happy. What's the guy's name that does that? Uh, I'm blanking. I didn't say it because I'm blanking on it oh, right now. I'll find it. But, yeah. So, you know, everyone uh, knows happy. I think they played it from Despicable Me uh, 2. So, and I, it was funny. I texted a friend before, like, do second and third graders know uh, uh, the happy the happy song? Um, and, I think they would know um, the Minions. Yes, correct. So, long story short, um, every hand was, was bobbing back and forth. Pharaoh Williams. Pharaoh Williams, yeah. So... Every every head was bobbing back and forth, you know. It, the song is great. It just it you know you can't not be happy listening to that song. No, and and the and the homily. What, what I wanted to point out was that holiness is happiness. That we celebrate this feast of all saints today. We celebrate the fact that uh, these men and women's lives were holy, uh, and that we acknowledge that they are in heaven with God right now, uh, the, the place of ultimate happiness, and that you know we seek happiness in life. And we can do that in all different kinds of ways, uh, through all different kinds of things. But ultimately, it's in living life um, for God that's going to make us that's going to make us happy. So, can you remember a, a time, even just recently, that you were that you were happy? You were just recognizably maybe joyful about something. Um. I, well, when we were walking through the woods, mm-hmm. in um, just a week ago, it was beautiful. Yeah, and that's. <laughs> That's a happiness. Right. Um, but how about you? Yeah. Yeah, similar. I, I was, uh, I mean, we're, we're both nature guys. Mm-hmm. Some of our some of our, our, our joys are very similar. Um, yeah, I was going for, on a hike with some friends um, last weekend. They were camping out in Geneva and uh, the state park there. And yeah, I mean, the, the, the trees and everything, like that's that that's something that brings joy and happiness, even though you know, you're only going to be around for probably another week, uh, another week or so yeah. with all the colors. But it was, it was and then just to be with people that I love um, and people who love me and just to be, to have that relationship and that time. And um, yeah, it was just, it was a really just joyful uh, kind of experience. But I think St. Francis makes a, a difference between happiness and joy. Right. That um, happiness is kind of fleeting. Mm-hmm. Joy is long lasting. Right. So I was happy when I was eating some burgers, some beers this past weekend. We were out. For the last two weeks, I've eaten out way more than I should. Yeah. Right. And then you pay for it later. You know, you go, well, that was a really bad plan. <laughs> but if you eat healthy, then it, there's a long-lasting effect. And I think that's the way it right. is with God. If we're right. keeping God in our lives, that joy lasts as opposed to me eating all the bad food and then paying for it for a month. Right. Um, yeah, and that's what I was trying to point out, you know, to the kids. That like there was kind of short term happiness and long term mm-hmm. happiness. You know, we could call one happiness and, 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 and one joy. And, and and we're very used to kind of short term happiness just in mm-hmm. different things. You know, the, we can just look at the things that we do, you know, uh, the things that we turn to to, to kinda um, fill the fill the parts of us uh, that the that um, that need happiness. And ultimately, it's in it's in it's in following God, and uh, so the gospel from All Saints Day was uh, was the the Beatitudes. So, um, what are the what are the Beatitudes, uh, Deacon Bob? If you had to just kind of describe them, just very kind of very basically. Um, I guess it would be finding joy where you're at, finding God where you're at. So if you're mourning, 
that God's with you. And a lot of people find that when somebody dies, Mm -hmm. that although it's sad, they still have some joy that God's, that this person's with God. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I don't know. Should we go through them, do you think? Yeah, yeah. I I think we'll go through a couple of them. So the Beatitudes... And I don't know. We're getting to the point in the podcast where I, I don't. I forget what we, what conversations we've had uh, and not had. So for forgive us if uh, this is a repeat, but because well, we've talked about it before the podcast of what some of our thoughts. Right, were. right, 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 right. So, uh, but hey, it's good. This is worth. Uh, this is worth uh, bears repeating. Uh, so the beatitudes are kind of Jesus's. It's within the context of the Sermon on the Mount. So uh, in in Matthew's Gospel. Uh, this is kind of like Jesus' highest teaching, like his best teaching, his most important teaching. Um, he taught a lot of things, but this is like like the the most important. So Jesus is is teaching us like he wants us to be happy. God created us for happiness. Um, he didn't create us uh, to be miserable. He didn't create us to be depressed or, or sad, uh, even though life is marked by those things at different times. He wants us to be happy. And so the Beatitudes are this kind of pathway of, of happiness that he has for us. So we've heard these before. Blessed are the poor in spirit. Blessed are those who mourn. Blessed are the meek. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness. Blessed are the merciful. Blessed are the clean of heart. Blessed are the peacemakers. Blessed are they who are persecuted for the sake of righteousness. Another way of defining um, blessedness, you know, blessed are those, uh, is uh, supremely happy. So that the whatever that word is in Greek or, or or Hebrew, whatever, is those who are supremely happy. So, supremely happy are those who live in this way, um, those who are poor in spirit, clean of heart, and merciful. And um, you know, Jesus is all of these things in his life through his example. If we look at the scriptures, how he treats people, uh, how he embraces you know his relationship with um, with with the Father. Uh, and the and the saints, you know, you know, the saints are those people who follow Jesus uh, with their lives. So and so the saints' lives looks like looks uh, look like this too. What do you think it means to be to be merciful, you know, towards towards someone? Ooh, that's a good one. Um, like if you had to kind of put your finger on it, I would say trying to love them the way God does. <laughs> My one grandson's question was, does God love Satan? You know, well, God never stops loving anybody, mm-hmm. you know. So how do I look at that person in my life that's hardest to love and still keep loving them the way that God loves them? So I would think being merciful is seeing a person the way that God sees them and forgiving mm-hmm. them way, the way that God forgives them. Yeah. Seeing you know? the person and not the problem. Yeah. What do you think? Right. Yeah, I think that's, I think it's seeing people um, more deeply from, from who they are. And then we see that in, in Jesus, you know. Um, when he when he kept, when he when he meets people in their sin, um, he sees them, you know, and doesn't and doesn't he judges their actions, but he doesn't judge them, and he looks upon them with 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 love. And I think that's uh, that's true. Another one would be, I love the line at the end of the Beatitudes that says, "Rejoice and be glad, because great is your reward in heaven." That. When you experience God in the good things and the bad things, that God is always at the center of that. Mm-hmm. Um, Father Fred always talks about the happiest place on earth. Indeed. And he talks about that being Disney World, and that's how Disney World kind of promotes it. And if a family is going to Disney World, 
he'll always tell him, when you come back, tell me how you experience God at the happiest place on earth. Mm-hmm. And I think the Beatitudes talk about the happiest place on earth should be our heart. Mm-hmm. That when we unite ourselves with God in everything that happens to us, it may not be happy fun, but mm-hmm. it will be a happy joy. That we can trust in God being with us no matter what happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And I think, I mean, holiness is to say, you know, I don't need anything other than God mm-hmm. you know, to be happy. That we often search for happiness and we search outside of ourselves for here, there, vacations, um, uh, food and, you know, food and beverage, uh, entertainment, you know, mm-hmm. all these, all these things, uh, friendships and relationships were as, as good as they are. We looked outside of ourselves to find happiness, but, but right, a heart united with God, a heart saying like, you know what, God, despite the things that are going on in my life, all I need is you because I know you love me. I know you're going to provide for me. That's, yeah, that's where, that's where happiness found is found because that's never going to change, mm-hmm. right? All these exterior things can and will change. A friend of mine has been struggling with cancer for a really long time. And her big line is, I'm going to live with Jesus here on earth. Or I'm going to live with Jesus in heaven. Right. That, that doesn't matter what happens to her, that Jesus is the center of everything that she experiences. Yeah. And hopefully that's the takeaway from today's podcast is trying to unite herself with God in all things. Yeah. Not just the fun things. Right, right. And that can be, you know, and when we experience things like sickness and illness, for as you know, horrific as they can be, um, in a sense, they can they can be a tool. They can be used, you know, as, as a means of our sanctification, our our being made holy. Um, because right, what is what is heaven? Certainly, we have we have different images of what heaven is in our mm-hmm. mind, and that could be a whole podcast. <laughs> but you know, what what is, what is heaven really? It's um, a complete and perfect union with God. And so, if that's heaven, and that's our destiny, that's what's going to, that's going to happen to us um, as a result of our baptism, and it's something that's lived out in our lives. Then, if it's if it's union with God, then our lives now, why do why wait, you know, until then, or until we, we get to the end of near the end of our lives, and okay, well, maybe I should unite my life with God now. You know, why not do it now? Because it's going to need to happen. <laughs> That's and, one of the, the yeah. answers to, if you could ask God one question, what would you ask? And one of the number three answers that no matter what age group I ask that question is, when am I going to die? Mm-hmm. Like, when's the game clock running down that I can turn my life around and tell Jesus I'm sorry and go right to heaven? Right. You know, I wish mm-hmm. it was like that, but right. not so much. Yeah. And, and, and why we have this conversation now, and even why, why do we have All Saints Day and All Souls Day, you know, in November, right? Why do we why do we have it in this time of year? Well, we're nearing the end of the liturgical year. So, uh, so the calendar year starts January first, right? Well, the church year, uh, like our cycle of readings and all the all the feasts and everything. So, our year actually starts at Advent. Mm-hmm. So, Christ the King, you know, is uh, is the end of the year, is last last Sunday of the year, and then um, Advent starts the, a new year. Well, in this in this last quarter of the year. The church, we, the readings and all the things that we do, they focus on the the last things. So, uh, uh, heaven, hell, death, judgment. 
um, not to be you know grim or sad, but just to say this is this is a reality. You know, winter's coming, <laughs> kind of the, the the cold, darker things, and yep. uh, and just have we as just as, as we have seasons of the the, the weather year, uh, we have seasons of our spiritual year. So. So we focus on the last things. Um, we focus on the saints, uh, on those who have died, and as a means of looking at our own lives to see, like, okay, where where is my life need to yet be united with God? Laura Story has a song called Blessings, and it's a great song because it, it says, what if the struggle I'm going through right now is the thing that leads me to God? Yeah. You know, and... Um, whether it's darkness or the death of a friend or struggling with cancer, how do I ask God right now, how is this leading me to you? Not that God does bad things, Mm -hmm. but God can be found, and that's what the Beatitudes says, God can be found in no matter what we're doing, Mm -hmm. as long as we're open to God being there. Right. Yeah, so Beatitudes, holiness, uh, happiness, it's not found outside of ourselves, and it's not found in the world. For as good as the world is, it's found in our our relationship with with God. As I'm thinking about you know Advent myself you know, coming up and only in a, and only in a couple of weeks, you know that you know we we do things to prepare for uh, Easter because of uh, in Lent, right? Well, Advent is really a time of preparation too. So I think it could be a good time to ask this question, you know, where um, where is Jesus a part of my life uh, in a very real way and conscious way, and maybe where is Jesus not? Mm-hmm. as much and i'm thinking about you know as as i as i usually usually always do thinking about my you know my phone and my and my usage of my phone and just how at different times i could be kind of addicted to checking my emails and being on facebook and looking at pictures and, and and all these things and i can just spend a lot of time on it and um you know it's just the question is 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 god lord over this part of my life you know am i am i including god really and truly in this part of my life, so I think during Advent, I'm just gonna live my phone usage and to have just have some more time to be, more time to pray, uh, just more time to be present to, you know, things that uh, I need to. So, so it's good, good to just good to ask those questions and see mm-hmm. what we can do in our own lives to yep. follow God more. So. And asking God, where are you in the moment right now, knowing that God's with you no matter what. Yeah. Any other thoughts? Any other w- wisdom? Nope, that's all I got. Yeah, that's good. All right, well, how about you take us out in prayer? Sure. In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, amen. Lord God, we ask you to uh, hold us in your arms and help us to know that you've got whatever we're going through, that there's nothing that we could experience that you're not part of and with us all the time. And we ask your Lord to open our eyes to where you you are in the midst of all this. And we ask these things as we ask all things through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. Father, Son, Holy Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. Amen. All right, everybody. Have a blessed week. Enjoy this last bit of fall. Um, Enjoy your pumpkin spice lattes or Mm -hmm. apple ciders or whatever you're enjoying with the podcast today. And know of our prayers for you. All right. Thanks, everybody. Know God's with you. Mm